Welcome to the weekly Wisdom of the Masters podcast. I'm your host, Gavriel Horan. And for the past two years, we have been blessed to have a weekly Torah podcast on the weekly Torah portion. And the first year we did um, overall arching themes. We call it a guide to the to to existence, overarching themes in the Parsha. Then last year, we focused on the significance of the mitzvahs of each Parsha. We taught about a different mitzvah each week. And this year, we're going to be talking about a teaching from, we'll be focusing on a teaching from a different Hasidic master each week. And we might do a, a one master per per month, and uh, just to share a little bit of the wisdom of the Hasidic masters, the teachings of Hasidus. Hasidus is a mystical uh, grassroots um, revolutionary movement that took place in the uh, late 1700s and the early 1800s, all the way until the present, that swept its way starting in the, in the Ukraine and very quickly spread its way throughout Europe and now really around the world. The teachings that were started from the Baal Shem Tov Yisrael, Baal Shem Tov Yisrael bin Sara, who was a uh, mystic, he was a wandering itinerant uh, teacher. He lived in the woods and was a ascetic and spent a lot of time alone in the woods, eventually revealed himself and started going around and lifting people up and showing them the meaning of every single moment of every single mitzvah that every Jew is beloved by the creator, regardless of your level of scholarship or your mitz even your mitzvah observance and significance of serving God with joy, with your talents, with song, and and how every single mitzvah and moment is an opportunity to connect the creator, whether you're working or learning Torah or eating, it's all opportunities to connect to spirituality. And that's really Hasidus and the Hasidic teachers took a lot of Kabbalistic ideas and they brought them into very practical lessons. They show how the Torah portion relates to deep spiritual ideas and uh, practical ideas about our connection to God. So we're going to start today uh, with Parsha's Bereshis, Genesis, with the beginning of the Torah, with a teaching from the Kedushas Levi, Rev. Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev. Berdichev was one of the largest Jewish towns in the Ukraine. In fact, it was called the Jerusalem of Europe at one time before the Holocaust. After the Holocaust, of course, it was uh, empty of basically all of the Jews. But before that time was a very, very uh, holy Jewish town. And Rav Levi Yitzchak is one of the most famous uh, disciples of the Magid of Mezrich, the second generation of Hasidic teachers. And he, uh, the Magad of Mezrich was the main disciple of the Baal Shem Tov. And Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev was one of the students of the Magad. And Rav Levi Yitzchak is known as being the, uh, the defender of the Jewish people. He, he never saw bad in anyone. And he was always trying to see the good. There's a story told of him who saw, seeing a Jew who was, who was um, uh, smoking, I think, on, uh, on Shabbos. And he said, uh, Rabbi, do you know that today's Shabbos? He said, yeah, I know. And he said, well, do you know that uh, smoking is forbidden on Shabbos? He said, yeah, I know that also. And, and then he turned to the, crea the creator and he said, God, you see, your people are so honest. They always tell the truth. There's another story that, uh, that he saw somebody who, 
who uh, was doing some was I think maybe eating on Yom Kippur on Yom Kippur, and he said to him, uh, he said, you know, I'm so jealous of you. The guy said, why? He said, because the Talmud says that what, when a person sins, if they do tshuva, if they return, if they repent from a place of love, so all of the sin, sins, all the things you did wrong, all your shortcomings in life become mitzvahs. They all become uh, merits that now helps to pick you up to the level that you're at. So because of those things that you did that were wrong, maybe because you didn't know better, so now that you've, you know better and you've, you've stopped doing those things, those things actually become good retroactively. So he said, I'm jealous of you because you have so many sins. When you do tshuva, you're going to have so many mitzvahs. So that's that's Levi Yitzhak Vardisha. So let's let's see what he says. His very first piece in the uh, in his book uh, on the parsha. Okay, and I'm just going to skim through it a little bit with you, and we'll see if we can get some sort of nugget of inspiration. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Haklal. The rule is that God created everything. and He is everything. He's inside everything, and His life force and influence doesn't stop even for a moment because in every single second god is giving life force to the world if he were to stop for a single second to 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 will life force into you or into an object that thing would cease to exist instantly so Therefore, we say every day in, in the morning prayers and chakras say, Yotzer or Uvore Choshech, that God forms light and creates darkness. Velo Yotzer or Ubara Choshech. We don't say that he created light and created darkness. Rather, Yotzer, he creates light and creates darkness. Why? Because he's constantly doing it every second. There's no such thing that God created the world in the six days of creation and then stopped. No. He's recreating the world every single second. And because of that, we can always recreate ourselves. Because all we have to do is realize that just because you were a certain way yesterday doesn't mean you have to be the same way tomorrow. We ha all have the ability to change because all we have to do is tap into the power of creation that's coming down into the world every moment. So he continues. When a person recognizes that he is nothing, we really are made up of just dream stuff. God is the only real existence. We're just made up of his thoughts. And that he's, the fact that he's giving us power to exist, he's creating us at every moment. When a person realizes that I don't really exist, God's just creating me right now, then we can refer to God as a yotzer as a creator who is ongoing in the process of creation in the present tense because right now he's creating us when a person looks at his physical self as if he exists and he's not looking at the what's called ayin there are two really two levels in life and he's referring to these two levels there's something called yesh and that means existence stuff and there's something called ayin which means nothingness in this world, we think we all exist. That's yesh. And we think God is nothing. The reality is God is the really the only existence, and we are nothing. So when a person looks at the world, at himself, as if he's a yesh, as if he exists, then he refers to God as a yatzer, as a create, as created, 
as if he made me in the past, and now I am self self sufficient and independent of him. And that's why when we make a blessing on going to the bathroom, we're blessing, thanking God for our physical body. We say Asher Yotzer, that God created the a person with wisdom. But when we're focusing on disconnecting from our physicality and recognizing that all there is is God, so then we say Yotzer, God is the ongoing creator. So the message that he's saying is that in our life we're hit with these two, these two, this paradigm, which my rabbi called the Yesh Ayan paradox. We live in a world, and yet we recognize that that world is an illusion. And we have to constantly realize that our job as Jews is to live in the world, to recognize that we have bodies and we have to work, we have to raise families, but that really everything is, comes from, from a place of nothingness, from a place of oneness, from God's existence. And we actually have to live with both of these paradoxes, as opposed to perhaps the Eastern religions where it's much more uh, acknowledging the fact that everything is nothing, that everything is an illusion, that this world is not real or a Western view where all there is is this world, Judaism takes a middle, middle approach, which is that the world is an illusion, but we have to live in it, and we have to live with that illusion. He goes on to continue that the Torah is made up of both of these aspects. And that's the idea of a mitzvah. A mitzvah is taking the physical and uplifting it to the spiritual. The word mitzvah, mem tzadik, is actually, if you rearrange the letters of the alphabet, that Aleph, the first letter, corresponds to Tuf, the last letter. Base corresponds to Shin, the second to last letter. And you transpose all the letters. It's called Atbash. The, 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 the letters are replaced like a code with the first letters are replaced with the last letters. So Mem Tzadik, the first two letters of Mitzvah, are replaced with yud the first two letters of God's name. And then the last two letters of the word Mitzvah is already vav Hey, which is the last two letters of God's name. So a Mitzvah has in, hidden in it God's name. The first two letters, vav Hey, correspond to the highest level of spirituality, God, which is hidden. And that's why the letters are hidden in the word mitzvah. They're, they're, they're not there. It says mem tzadik, but really encoded in that is the letters yud and hey, because that's the level of God which is hidden. That's the part of God which is beyond, which is ayin, not part of this world. And then the second part of the word vav hey corresponds to the part of God which is in the world, which is revealed among us and that by, that's why those letters are revealed and our job when we do a mitzvah is to take the vav hey the hiddenness of god which is here with us and lift it back up to the hidden level of god which is above and that essentially is our job in this world so he's saying that's the message of the first word in the torah the torah says bereshis what is bereshis he says it's made up of two words bara Yesh, that God created Yesh, something. Shehulereshis, that's the beginning of everything. And through this Yesh, through this substance that he created, something, the whole world came into existence. Before there was creation, all there was was God. There was nothingness. All there was was God. The Ramban explains that according to Kabbalah, the first thing God created was something called Bereshis, which was a tiny speck of matter. And from that speck of matter, the entire universe came, very similar to the Big Bang. That's why I always say that the Bereshis being, begins with, just like the scientists say, Big Bang. Well, we believe the beginning of the world's Bereshis borrow, in the beginning created. 
because God essentially set off the world from one single speck. And that was the first creation of Yesh. And if you break up the words, Bereshis, it actually breaks down into two words, Bara, Yesh, that God created something. And that is the beginning of creation. It's very interesting. I'll just point out two interesting things that um, later on in the Parsha, when when uh, Adam and Eve eat from the tree of knowledge, the, the God says, what did you do? Did you eat from the tree? And Eve says, the snake tempted me to eat. And the word tempted is hayishani, which is made up of the words yesh and ayin. That that's the place where the snake gets us. That's the place where the evil inclination gets us. And when we begin to question, is it really possible that there could be a world beyond this world and that this world isn't all there is? Or maybe this world is all, maybe that, that world's all there is and this world doesn't exist. It's in this paradox where a Jew has to live in both worlds. Once again, later on, we're going to find when the Jewish people come out of Egypt and they're about to get the Torah, they say, is God with us or not? And the word there is Ha'im Hashem Elokeinu Birkirbenu Im Ayin. Ha'im Yesh Hashem Elokeinu Birkirbenu Im Ayin. Is Yesh is God Yesh or is He Ayin? And immediately after that, a Malik nation attacks the Jewish people. So we see that this is really the place where we have to focus our attention, and that's what the Kedushas Levi is telling us that we have to recognize that that we are we need our bodies we need to use our bodies but we are not our bodies our bodies are a tool and a vehicle that have to be used by the divine and when we really acknowledge that we are just a piece of the infinite then we are immediately uh blessed with infinite potential and infinite talents and infinite power because god is within us and that is really the secret to life that's why it says it says when God created the world, it says in this blessing that we make every morning, we say Yotzer or Obore Choshek, that God is the creator of light, the former of light and the creator of darkness. We use two different words. Yotzer means former. Bara means to create. Darkness is a new creation. God created darkness. In a sense, that's what the beginning of creation was, was the creation of darkness, something other than him. But he's a yotzer of or he's a former of light because light is really all there was before creation. That's God's infinite, endless light of his oneness. So life is a process of bringing that infinite oneness, infinite light into vessels of darkness in the physical world. Our job is to reveal the light that's hidden within the darkness of the vessels. I want to wish you a beautiful Shabbos.